What in the Clyde fuck just happened? This is Big Murder Small Blade. I guess it starts right now. I guess. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what did I just get done what saying last week? You about literally said this. You literally said, you literally said they will never do this in Cup. You said they won't DQ anybody anymore. Of it's course they on did. The last pod. Of course and they, they did it. <laughs> and it benefits Chase Elliott. Go figure. This is bullshit. <laughs> oh. Chase, what? Diddy Hamlin and Kyle Busch DQ, and Chase Elliott wins at Pocono. What was the issue? Does it say? No. Wait, that means I won the picks. Yeah, you did. Fuck yeah! you. Yeah. You were the biggest piece of anal cavity on the planet, buddy. No fucking way, dude. What the fuck? What the fuck? But guys, if like um, it for. It, me and Seth are literally about to hit record, and I get a text from my mom that says Kyle Busch and Denny Ham with DQ. Chase Elliott's the winner. What the fuck? I cannot believe. Uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I can. Of course, it benefited Chase Elliott. Who else would it benefit? I. I don't even know what to say. Unfucking believable. There, hey, those cars you know better what? have been really fucking illegal, man. You know what? You know what, man? That's what Denny gets for taking Kevin out. I guess. I guess. Um. Unbelievable. What the hell? I'm scrolling through Twitter right now. I, like this is this might be the wildest thing. I'm glad. I'm glad we started recording when we did. Oh my 2022 god! 2022 is the weirdest year this of is all crazy. time. And of course, Chase Elliott comes and picks up the pieces. Go figure. I I am. It's unreal. Flabbergasted. It's unreal. I am flabbergasted. Um. So we had a we have a really we have a lot to talk about. We got even more to talk about now. Yeah, God bless this place. What the fuck, dude? Um, Matthew Yerkel just texted me. What the fuck just happened? I'm gonna call him. Fuck it, do it now. Hell, let's get a Chase Elliott fans reaction to this. <laughs> this is gonna be an interesting episode of the Big Motor Small Blade Podcast. By the way, I'm Seth Dolby. He's Buddy Pulley. We've been a little. Can you hear it? I can hear it. He won't be able to hear me, but. Matt, Matt, you were on the Big Murder Small Blade podcast. Don't say anything stupid. But what the fuck? <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. How the, how the hell did this even happen? I, I don't know. We, we were literally about to hit record, and mom texts me. I see it on my laptop. It says Kyle and Denny DQ Chase wins. What the fuck? Holy Dude, like, I, I, I don't, I don't know how, how do you even process that right now? I'm yeah, like, like I mean, you were at the race. You saw Chase win. You didn't know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre shit, man. Bizarre what the, shit. What the fuck? And, 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 and,
and I was also at Loudon too last weekend. He finished second place, and then I was thinking that you know I was with my girlfriend for both weekends, you know, both last weekend and and today. Last weekend I was thinking, holy shit, I might see him win today for once. Nope, Chris Rebell had to had to pass him, obviously. You just gotta follow us. We see him win all the damn time. Yeah. Today was his car today overall. It was contending. You just gotta follow us. We see him win all the time. You can't hear Seth, but that's what Seth just said. <laughs> but what the hell? Well, um, congratulations, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. I we are we are we are we are flabbergasted. I don't. This is the craziest thing in the world right now. Um, I, I can't. I can't. I yeah, comprehend as like what the hell just happened. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I go. I, I was I was checking out like my friend Dylan, Dylan Malone. You, you know him. Yeah. Um, he texted me. He goes, LMAO, congrats, but I don't know how you can celebrate. I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he goes, check NASCAR on Twitter. I like, go check it. I'm like reading it, and the first thing it says Bob Pockris writes that well, Hamlin and Bush DQ'd. Elliot is the wiener. What? (laughs) Yeah. What the hell? Both my my girlfriend and her father couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I, I. It's all of us. I think you are. You got. That is the right reaction to this. I don't. I don't. I don't. (laughs) Um, I'm wearing a Bill Elliott shirt, so you're welcome. I think that's why it happened. I'm gonna be real with you, but, um, enjoy the win. Uh, drink, drink some beers. Um, go to Hooters, go um, yell at a Harvick fan. I don't know what you guys do anymore after you win these races. Go stand in your bathtub and dump a Gatorade on your head like that one did do, dude did on TikTok. I'm not that crazy. All right, good, good. I'm definitely going to celebrate tonight. Yeah, all right. Well, have a good night, bud. Congratulations. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. Take care. Yeah. Well, all right. So we had a we had a really interesting uh, pod set up, and now it's just I mean we can still do most of it, but like it's it's gone haywire. I don't I don't know what the <laughs> so this might be um, buckle up we're gonna be here a while. Um, so um, um, I don't really. <laughs> so they announced they announced the Chicago Street Race. Everybody's mad about it. Of course, that's like. That's like 10 like huge news stories ago though. <laughs> um, I did want to say one thing about that is people um, said Chicagoland was great racing and they should go back. Chicagoland had bad attendance. They said Road America, though it had bad racing or okay racing, it had good atten- attendance, so we should go back. People are making the same are the same people are making the same that argument. You can't have both. You cannot have both. You need to pick one. Do you want good attendance or do you want good racing? That is what you 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 were saying. We should keep both of these for very different reasons. Well, I think that kind of depends on the track a little bit because like Road America is unique and it has great attendance. Chicagoland, it's like. Now the racing had gotten really good there. Pocono is unique, but if it, we saw like subpar racing, like we used to see there, and 
bad attendance, we'd be screaming for it to be off the schedule. That's that's fair, but um, there's no guarantee. I, I think for the first year, there's a guarantee that the crowd of Chicago will be really good. There's no guarantee long term that the attendance will be very good. And I mean, yeah, well, that's that, I mean that's a risk we're taking. Got a Chicago land race for for 19 years and. Yeah, well, I exactly. mean, if, if he hadn't run it in the middle of the day in July, that would have probably helped too. I don't know. It, it worked just fine for the first however many years. They, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. But yeah. eventually uh, they ran it at night, and then they ran it back during the day, and that definitely tanked it. That didn't yeah. help. But. but my main thing is it's like people don't think before they make arguments for things. I mean, it you can't have you can't have both. That's that's my whole thing. You can, you got to pick you got to pick an argument. Or else it's and, not and very valid. Also, with Chicago Land, it's kind of the same argument as people saying do a straight repave of Auto Club. That would suck because, yeah. like Chicago Land, it's good now. Like the track's really worn in. It'd be great for a few years. You'd have to repave it, and it would suck. It would really suck for a while. So yeah. there's that argument too. It's it's a whole thing. It's hard to know. really care uh, right now because we just got the most bombshell news we've ever got. Yeah, I, I mean, I am. I've been petitioning for this, and I'm glad it's official. Um, it will be July Fourth weekend. It'll be hotter than the devil's asshole, but um, we will be there, um, yeah. and that'll be a that'll be a, a great time. Catch us on a safari out there. Um, it also makes NASCAR the most diverse racing series on the planet by a mile. By a country mile. Yeah. Um, literally, if we just need to go international, I think that's the only thing we're like missing. Yeah. I mean, because we have super speedways, intermediates, short tracks. We have we race in the LA Coliseum. We race on road courses. We race on dirt, and now we're racing on a street course. Yeah. I mean, we've raced on a fucking triangle today, and we've been doing that forever. Five turn triangle, five turn, five turn triangle. We'll get in that later. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I, and people are still mad about that. They're, they're yeah. like, I mean, the track, the only thing I can think of is like the track could be, there are some issues I have maybe with the track design itself, but yeah. it's like the only, the only other things you could do would be make this really intricate course that would suck for racing. Yeah. You could make this really short course. That could work in theory. I don't know how how long is the track. Do you know? Two point two miles. Okay, it's not it could, huge. It could be a little shorter like, in theory, but I mean, it's a basically the same size as Sonoma. Yeah, it is, but Sonoma's purpose built, and that's true. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, well, it, it's a wait as far kind as, of thing. As far as like what part of the city it's in, it is in like the best part of the city they could have put it in. It's right yeah. by the Navy Pier, which is awesome. Um, the um millennial park or whatever it's called um is like literally a block away where the bean is and all that you you're driving right parallel to lake michigan i mean it's just in a beautiful part of the city it's going to be great literally if you just use common sense like people are worried about oh you know we're going to get shot or something you're not going to get shot if you literally just use common sense you ever been to a big city you kind of know okay maybe don't go to that side of the city indianapolis that's a great example of it Detroit. Um, Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, use common sense. You know where to go and where not to go. Like it's, it's not hard. And if you don't, you can find out really easily. Chicago has plenty of events throughout the year that hold thousands and thousands of people. So, I mean, it's, you know, 
if Sol- anything Soldier happens. Soldier Field doesn't have any issues. Wrigley Park, yeah. or Wrigley Field doesn't have any issues. God forbid we have any issues, but if we did, it wouldn't. It's not like it's on NASCAR for putting this there. I mean, in a sense, yeah. But now the joke, sure. the joke going around that they have a gunshot um, clock, like a lightning clock, was pretty funny though. Uh, huh? Like if they hear a gunshot, they got to wait 30 or 45 minutes before they. Get <laughs> instead of a lightning. Yeah. Instead of a lightning clock. I thought That's that was pretty funny. funny. That yeah. is funny. I'll give them that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but hopefully it just um, stays as a joke. It's not, it would not yeah, have to exactly. Use. Exactly. Yeah. I would be, it would be the most NASCAR thing ever though. Just find another way to delay a race. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, but yeah, we, we, NASCAR has the most diverse racing on the schedule. Like if, if you want to prove you're the greatest race car driver in the world, come race in NASCAR. Period. And the cars are as equal as they're ever going to get. They're the as equal as right they're now. ever going to get, but they're not equal because they're easy to drive. They're hard to drive. They are race cars. They prove they're, that today. There <laughs> we have, we have the shit right now. Yeah. Like we are, we are it in motorsports. Um, we're also going electric, apparently. Um, there, NASCAR's there was some leaked um, report or not report, but leaked documents. Documents. Thank you. Um, that there's going to be an electric series next year, possibly. Um, I think what it was, it was like six races. They were going to be companion with Cup. It was going to be like twelve cars. Each manufacturer had three or four cars. Um, I say three or four, um, if you get that. Um, and yeah, so, I mean, it'll be interesting to see kind of how they do this. Um, obviously I would imagine 20, what was it going to be 2024 that they introduced a new motor 2025. I would imagine this is kind of prepping for that, um, and see how that goes. Um, And it's, it's another one of those things that, you know, everybody wants to, I saw all the, you know, I read through a lot of comments and it was, you know, these things need to be V8 forever. Well, Quite frankly, it's not going to be viable for the manufacturers if these no, things are V8 not. forever. It's not, it's not going to be worth it for them. You have to evolve. If they're going to be stock cars and you're going to bitch about them not being stock cars mm-hmm. all the time, then they're going to have to follow trends of stock cars. That's hybrids. That's eventually all electric, probably. Yeah. It's the way and, of the world. Uh, I mean, that's, that's what the Xfinity series is fighting right now is having identity and having a purpose for the manufacturers. Mm-hmm. And... I think, you know, you can't, yeah, I mean, you want to have be V8, you know, loud, you know, thundering race cars, but I mean, that's just, it's just not how it's going to be eventually. I love, I love horsepower as much as anybody, but eventually we're going to have to go away from that. And it's, it sucks in a way, obviously, like it's, it's fun. We love our, we love our V8 engines or V8 gas engines, but you know, that's not the way the world's going. And it makes no, sense not. that's not the way the world's going. And, you know, NASCAR has to prepare for that. They can't be left in the dust trying mm-hmm. to be this, you know, dinosaur over here. It's kind of a thing you want to you have NASCAR be the win on Sunday, sell on Monday that it used to be. This is how it's going to have to be. Absolutely. So, yeah. I'm for it. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, and man. think and think about it. Competition-wise, like, yeah, the racing experience of like hearing the cars as a V8 motor is going to be a lot different and jarring for sure. Yeah. But as a competition aspect, the amount of torque an electric or hybrid motor can can put out, that's going to be great for competition. Yeah. <clears throat> so 
you know, might have to change that, the name of the podcast, but yeah, maybe big, uh, <laughs> big turbine, small blade, big, big torque, <laughs> big torque, big small torque blade. guys. <laughs> um, but yeah. you know, competition wise, it'll be fun. So definitely if you're on that, you know, V8 or bust thing, keep that in mind. Like we still can get a lot of torque out of, out of electric or hybrid. So you're wild. Don't give up on it. You're wild. I know. Yeah. Wild. Um, yeah. Um, and then a truck and Xfinity race happened this weekend as well. Um, trucks, it was the regular season finale. Zane Smith won the championship, the, uh, regular season title. Um, that was the whole two days ago. I don't remember who won the race. Oh, it was, oh, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. The race was who won the race, huh? Chandler Smith. Oh yeah. Chandler Smith, son of a bitch. Um, yeah, Chandler Smith won. It was second win of the year. Um, we'll get into the trucks a little bit more um, on a different show. Um, Xfinity, <laughs> um, Ty Gibbs, and Noah Gregson had an amazing duel. Um, in the day, Noah Gregson beat him, um, but not by much. Ty Gibbs served a hell of a race, um, and it wouldn't be the only race he's running this weekend. Um, it would turn out to not be the only race he'd run this weekend. Yeah, um, it was a... Yeah, Noah Gregson. Let's talk about this. Uh, so Noah Gregson, say what you want about Noah Gregson. He's got a lot of personality, but his victory celebrations need a little bit more, like a uh, little bit more prep, a little bit more, uh, more originality. More or, or originality for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, he did a burnout with the American flag. Brad Keselowski on the wind. <laughs> taped on the windshield. First of all, Ricky Bobby did that first, and then Brad Keselowski did. I mean, it was a it was a nice collaboration of Ricky Bobby and Brad Keselowski, I guess. Then he climbs the fence. I think Tony Stewart, Elio Castroneves, and whoever else did that first. Um, but he does have his own thing. You got to respect. It wasn't shotgunning a beer. Caitlin Larson did that first. She had, Man, Caitlin Larson invented shotgunning a beer. <laughs> she did. I, I was there. Um, he, he's got his own thing. I think he just needs to stick to it. He needs to, you know, he need, he needs, he's trying to deviate away from from his, his own celebration that's been with him since day one, puking after he wins the race inside the safer barrier. Uh, like, absolutely original. Like, that's the most original victory celebration I could ever think of. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, I think Noah just needs to lean into it and accept it. I mean, that's absolutely just, just yeah. start pulling on that gag reflex as soon as you get out of the car yeah. <laughs> um, oh my god anyway <laughs> they just the the nbc camera gets there and noah's just got two pinchers deep into his mouth trying to get it <laughs> done it I, it sounded funny in my head so i just it, it. it was uncomfortable that's <laughs> yeah, fine um, Noah, on a serious note Noah, you need to start thinking about like I don't know nutrition or like pre-race prep like stop eating like skittles and drinking a monster before the race or something like all right cow bush sorry it's like yeah just you know maybe think about your health a little bit that yeah, might be a, might be a good idea yeah yeah uh but he's winning he's winning races and we're not so i guess That's we can't a, really talk too much do it or don't um, i don't care yeah yeah um just like this podcast listen or don't we don't care <laughs> um uh and then before the race even started, um, yes, Tyler, I saw that um, Chase Elliott won. <laughs> um, so, before the race even started, Kurt Busch in qualifying uh, backs it in the wall. 
Um, it was a pretty bad wreck. A lot of people are kind of discounting it, but really, if you really listen to it, it was a very rough impact. <laughs> um, Sounded yeah. like a freaking bomb went off, but it, it did. Way. Yeah, um, I was commenting on you cracking open a beer in the middle of me trying to talk about oh. Kurt Bush's unfortunate. What you were doing? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he ends up backing it in the fence, hits hard, uh, ends up getting a concussion, or he's under concussion protocol. Um, he failed his baseline test and was not cleared to race. Um, and Ty Gibbs ultimately filled in, getting into that just a minute. Um, but yeah, like you said, it sounded like a bomb went off. It sounded bad. Yeah. It sounded like an car wreck. I couldn't believe they kept replaying the audio of that because the first time I heard it, I was like, they're going to cut the audio because this sounds really bad. And they yeah. just kept playing it. I'm like, okay, I mean, whatever. But It sounds like what Dale Jr. describes his Kansas wreck in 2012. Sounds yeah. like. Um, and and it, we it brings, up a, it brings up a discussion about the next-gen car itself because I know we yeah. had we had a lot of issues where we had a lot of rumors floating around last year about about the next gen car and its safety. And we know it was designed to, I guess, give less. The thing about that, it's like, yeah, technically the car physically gave less and the car was not as destroyed as it could have, as it would have been last year. Yeah. But those parts are still junk. Yeah. Well, they, they made them stronger so they could take a beating more. um, So they could reuse some of the parts that you could. Um, but yeah, they haven't, I don't, they've done a lot better job than what it seemed like in testing, Yeah. but I don't, I don't think they found that happy medium yet. We heard on DBC that some drivers were saying that these rear end hits were the worst hits. Hmm. And I think this just backed it up. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, that was not on purpose. <laughs> Um, anyway, well, it's, yeah, one those, and, it's one of those things. Maybe, maybe the rear could give a whole lot more than the front. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I mean, because uh, the fronts like seem it doesn't seem to be that big of an issue. Maybe. Yeah. Yet, who knows? Um, yeah, um, you got to wonder what Kurt's what Kurt's history is with concussions or whatnot. Um, you got to wonder if this is just kind of. You know, like Dale Jr. when he had those concussions, it was like he he got one and he was okay, but then he you know it, he kept taking hits and eventually you got to step out. Um, it'll be interesting to note whether this will be a long term thing for Kurt or not. Well, and this is this is the first time, admittedly, I could be I could be off base here, but this is the first time I'd ever heard about the preseason. Um, baseline test that they do and then they have to do every i guess every time they get an accident yeah so this is the first time i'd heard about that so i'd heard about that before had you okay so yeah just for juniors okay but um so if if i mean kurt's taking some licks this year so if he's been doing that all day in particular yeah talladega in particular if he's been doing that after every time i've been fine now obviously with brain issues, it can be cumulative and not show until later, obviously. Yeah. But hopefully it's not been Kurt re-injuring himself. With maybe yeah, I used to work with the, with this kid who was studying to be a brain surgeon and really smart kid. 
like probably the smartest kid I ever met in my life. I wonder if he knows anything about concussions because he's a big sports guy too. Maybe I can call him up and get Maybe. him to give me some, give me some, give me get a little bit of insight. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, if you could, that'd be really cool. It'd be yeah. I might uh I might ask him about that. Yeah. Um, here in the coming week. Um, so Kurt Busch, obviously we wish him well. Um, hopefully speedy recovery. But it's nice to see someone step out of the car. I mean, obviously he wasn't cleared, but it's nice to see NASCAR make Let's that make first. a step in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Um, it seems like they've really learned from really, I would imagine just Dale Jr.'s yeah. um, instances. And so it's good to see. Yeah, I mean, I bet um, I bet NASCAR when Junior started going through and be like, yeah, I had a concussion here and here and here and here. Yeah. They probably were like, oh, we have not been doing a good enough job. And they've made adjustments and clearly they've they made yeah. a good call today, whether or not, you know, hopefully Kurt's back in the car next week. But if this is a long term thing and they had accidentally let him get in the car this week. That'd, yeah, that would look really bad and not just look really bad. It would have been really bad for Kurt. Say he got in another accident today. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this opened up the door for Ty Gibbs to make his cup series debut. Um, and he finished seven, uh, 16th now. He, oh yeah, <laughs> he did. He was running top 15. Um, and ended up falling back to what was 18th, um, but he uh, finished 16th now after the recent um, recent news of the disqualifications of his can't teammates. <laughs> Still can't. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, a great run for Ty Gibbs. I mean, his first ever first time his first time in an X Gen car was this morning. Ever. Um, he finished on track 18th after not practicing or qualifying is he finished unreal. 16th, man. I don't know what you're saying. He finished right. 16th to finish yeah. 16th on track with two other cars that weren't scored, um, yeah, ahead of exactly. him. Like, I don't know what you're talking about, man. Chase Elliott won square straight up. Like, yeah, just, you're, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Does um, that mean but, Tyler Reddick finished second again. That is exactly that. Me, what. You know who would have won this fucking race? Kevin Harvick. <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> but he's given up on the podcast. Oh, no. So, yeah, if Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain didn't get in a pissing match, then, yeah, Kevin Harvick would have won this race. And I can't believe we just dawned on this. And, buddy, I'm so sorry. Your mic is not working, though. I don't know what you did, but it's not working. Still not working. Unplug it and plug it back in. Hello. Yep, there you go. All right. We're um, so, yeah, anyway, uh, Ty Gibbs, he had a great run today. Uh, he finished 16th in his Cup Series debut. Um, yeah. Um, sorry, I'm a little bit... Just yeah, kind of dumbfounded so on what to, what to say. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. All right, um, I would have taken this. I would have. Oh my god, uh, we're yeah, not gonna talk about it. We're not gonna, talk, we're not gonna talk. We're we're not gonna talk about this. We're not. We're not. Um, anyway, Ty Gibbs, Fisher sixteenth. Um, 
like I said, first time in an action card this morning. He was in Kurt's suit. He didn't even have to change the, the lettering on his hat. It was great. It was perfect. It is odd that it is like the one time Kurt's not driving the monster card that the monster Xfinity guy replaces him. Um, it's odd. But, it's still odd to me that they didn't just tell him to run his regular fire suit. Like they're both sponsored by Monster anyway. It's sad. Uh, that's not how sponsorship works. Um, I guess. But Kurt, or not Kurt, Ty. A lot of people say this is foreshadowing <laughs> in a sense because um, there's been all sorts of speculative rumors on who's going to be in what car, specifically a 2311 or Toyota car um, in the coming years. Um, and especially next year when it comes to the 18 car. Uh, Ty Gibbs obviously had a good showing today, kept his nose clean, raced smart, um Kyle Bush finished 30 whatever he did um completely on skill and talent he totally uh ran there all day and it it opens up the door cuz obviously if you haven't heard we'll go ahead and repeat the statement but i imagine if you know anything about NASCAR you've heard the statement already from Dave Wilson at NB, uh he said to NBC Sports if you don't know who Dave Wilson is he's like the head of TRD he said, if, there, if there's not sponsorship there, maybe we can create a bridge somewhere. We have to, we have contingency plans. Rest assured, we are thinking about every um, every way this would go. We're in a bad place right now. We've got some tremendously heavy lifting in front of us in regards to Kyle Bush's returning to Joe Gibbs Racing and TRD. Um, yeah. Uh, so, obviously... Ty Gibbs got to be the top pick. I know they've said he's, I believe, haven't they said he's going to be an Xfinity next year? Um, they, they have, yeah. But yeah, that but could that could easily change. Yeah, especially when your grandfather owns the company. Um, and you're backed by Monster. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, obviously, a good showing today for Ty. Does Probably does wonders for him moving into the cup series because i mean what's there we there's a lot of talk about what is to be gained other than just laps and going to the tracks by running in xfinity ty's already proven he can win in xfinity i said it a while back i'd like to see what he can do as far as um how he handles running for a championship and his maturity level there recent weeks he's matured a lot um after going through a lot of uh a lot of mishaps a lot of just backlash backlash yeah. yeah um i i think it could go either way i'd like i think i'd like to see him in xfinity one more year but also i'd also I don't see a reason why you can't move him to cup i mean you have one I, lame duck year let him get used to the cars and it wouldn't hurt anything, I don't think. No, it wouldn't. I don't even think it would take him the year to get used to the cup no. car. I mean, by the end of the race, he was leagues more comfortable with the car than he was no. at the start of the race. And admittedly, like at the start of the race, he wasn't competing, really. He was just, like he said, like, I'm I'm going to stay back a couple seconds and just get used to this car. Yeah. And by the end of it, he was running 15th and then got passed by a couple guys. 
but yeah and then past two other guys after checker flag great yeah job. That's, <clears throat> um, there's, a, there's a joke in there somewhere and i'm not gonna take it but uh um, okay uh <laughs> but um yeah i driving wise there's nothing to be gained from ty there's nothing to be gained from ty staying in xfinity another year and there's nothing to, to be lost that, yeah there's nothing to be lost from moving him to cup next year yeah um and maturity wise he seems to be on the right track i'll wait and see uh we've seen a lot of guys fake it in you know when they get shit on uh i guess we'll get there uh it's yeah. less important now since a certain guy got, got dq'd yeah yeah we'll get there um i thought that was going to be the most important thing that happened this weekend and then of course it did yeah it. yeah but, this um just keeps getting better yeah so I thought Kurt's thing was. I thought yeah. this was. I thought this was it. I was like, "All right, we got our story." Yeah. Like, um, but, but yeah. yeah no. So I've I've been running around. So nothing to be gained by him running Xfinity another year, and nothing to lose by putting him in a cup if they can't get Kyle. Bush. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Elephant in the room. Kyle Busch ain't coming back to Gibbs. I'm gonna say it right now. He's not coming back to Gibbs. Not for any longer than a one year contract. It, no, he's not coming back because here's the thing. Uh, David Land made a good point. Um, I believe it was David Land. Uh, yeah, because he was saying um, Adam Stern told him that companies have their their plans and budgets set for next year. By the time we get to the third quarter of the um, fiscal year, preview. yes, exactly. Yeah, that's September, right? August, September. We are there. We yeah. are basically basically there. You are not going to find a cup sponsor to fill the not only the races, but also put up the money to fund Kyle Bush. That's the only that, reason I say no more than one year because you could see TRD maybe. I don't think there's financing no, it. Why for one year? Why are they going to do it for one year just to keep in Kyle the, in the hope of getting a bigger long term deal done next year? And Kyle would be essentially waiting on uh, Stuart Haas to announce going to Dodge or Honda or whoever they're going to no, go with. I don't see that happening. I, if that's the only way I'd see him doing that is, I mean, cause if you're Kyle Busch, you got to think about this. They've had, they've known Eminem's was leaving forever. Like since last December, why are you going to give them why they haven't, he clearly doesn't feel like they've given a real yeoman's effort to go find a sponsor for him. Um, allegedly they had Oracle as a sponsor and that fell through. Um, but that's the only real like prospect that we've heard of. Yeah. Um, and if I'm Kyle, like you've had a year to do this or, you know, eight months and you haven't really made much, if any progress towards it, not fuck you guys. Like I'm the top, I'm one of the top guys in the sport. If I like, you know, I deserve to get paid what I, you know, should get paid. And I, I should I should be top priority, and he's clearly not. No, I, yeah, clearly. I, I'm essentially just playing devil's advocate as a Toyota. The only way I'm I'm in my like eyes, the only way I'm seeing this come out with Kyle staying at J, JGR is that Toyota says, "Oh, we cannot lose um, KBM right now." 
That's the only way I can see it happening. Realistically, I think he's out. I think he's. I think KBM's a Ford team next year, and they're going to Stuart Haas Racing. Yeah, I think I think so too. That is, you bring up a good point. I think that's almost more valuable to TRD than it is really Kyle. I think because that's more valuable to TRD than Kyle is himself. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they have. I mean, they have Thor Sport. Yeah, but Thor really. Sports, that's not Toyota. That's not like they're. Yeah, that's not, not that the we have. Fact, not that we have factory teams, but we've seen Thor Sport flip flop between Ford and Toyota. Like it seems like every other year it hasn't been, but it seems like every other year. So, I guess you put you put your full support into that, but they're really losing their flagship truck team. Yeah. Now, how much value you really put into the truck series? I mean, that's to be seen. Um, but yeah, but, um, yeah, it's, I, I feel like that would be toy TRD is the driving force behind whether or not Kyle Busch stays. I don't think, I think Gibbs has kind of closed the book on him. He's given very PR vague, like, Oh, I hope we can figure something out. Like he, he, if it, if it was up to Joe Gibbs, Ty Gibbs would have been announced. He was in that car. A while ago, yeah. um, and I think it's it's really these past couple of weeks, really this past week with everything that's happened, that has kind of sh- opened my eyes at least, and probably everybody else as to what actually is going on behind the scenes there. And uh, it's amazing to me because Kyle Busch has essentially, Kyle Busch has essentially built the Toyota program, and he one hundred percent. He won their first race. He won. I mean, it was literally. Gibbs went to Toyota in 08, and that was Toyota's big play. Like, if we're going to make it in a cup, this is what we need to do. Because they had, what, Bill Davis racing in 07. They had Michael Waltrip racing, and they had Red Bull. And none of those teams teams are there today. They're very – they're struggling to make races. Yeah. And, yeah. They they Um, were struggling to get in the field, and then they go to Joe Gibbs, and Kyle Busch wins them a race in four, four attempts. Could have won the first race, too. Exactly. Wins eight races that year. Uh, Denny Hamlin won a couple. Tony Stewart won one. And from then on, it was like, really, it was Gibbs. But, I mean, they eventually, you know, MWR um, did better. And really, those have been the only Toyota teams until Furniture Row switched over there. But, yeah, it was was all Kyle Busch. Gibbs' dominance in the mid-2010s doesn't happen without Kyle Busch. It just does exactly. Kyle Busch is a top ten talent, at least. You could argue even more than that. Yeah. Um. And they're about to lose him because, for whatever reason, they don't care. That uh, yeah, it doesn't really seem like you do. Um. But the leading candidate, presumably, probably Stuart Haas. That would be the ten to the ten car. Eric Almirola, there's Rick Allen dropped the Rick bomb and said he might be staying. Eric has denied all accounts that he might be staying in that car for next year. Whether Smithfield stays on or Gene Hosh decides, um, I don't, I don't know. I don't. Between I, Smithfield and Ford, I can't imagine the two of them not wanting to get Kyle Busch in that car. Make make your point that you've been wanting to make since Kurt Busch was at that team. Oh, there we go. <laughs> if if we get a second Bush brother 
over to Stuart Haas Racing with the Anheuser-Busch sponsorship firmly cemented. And we do not get a Bush car on a Bush driver. I will be so fucking livid. <laughs> like Kyle Bush driving the Bush sponsored car would be the greatest fucking thing to happen ever. Now, Buddy made a great point today when yeah. we were watching the race. Let me, I will, uh, yeah. I'll let you do it. <laughs> so when Harvick drove the Harvick beer car, literally in the promo ad, it was like, yeah, Har our name shares the name of two of Harvick's biggest competitors. So we're changing our name to get rid of theirs. I would love for Bush to be like, yeah, introducing a new beer. Kyle. <laughs> Which I would love to death because then I could go to the fridge. Hey, buddy, you want a Kyle Bush? And he go, yep. And I throw him a Kyle Bush beer. Hey, man, big Kyle Bush guy right here. Big Kyle Bush guy. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, the beer, not the driver. Um, but <laughs> Two days you, ago, you said you were a big Kyle Bush fan, so I don't big know. Big Kyle that. Bush guy. Yeah, big Kyle Bush, the driver guy. Um, yeah, I mean – Stuart Haas, uh, probably the leading candidate. RCR, yeah, yeah they're probably going to make a bid for it. I doubt it. Um, I doubt they. I doubt they'll get it. I yeah, doubt Kyle get will it. get it. Yeah. Um, Kyle at least can see. Okay, Kevin Harvick's over there. Yeah, the team's struggling, but Kevin Harvick's over there, still running consistently in the top ten. You know, if they have, and they got three you know, drivers that really aren't pulling much weight over at Stuart Haas. If they had Kyle Busch over there. Um. Then, I mean that you and I, that, I, you and I that's gonna this, yeah yeah it, it's gonna bring that team to a to the left to another level. Kyle's gonna bring knowledge yeah into that team that's gonna elevate them back to where they were a couple yeah, of years. Absolutely, Buddy and I were talking about this um, yesterday. Tony Stewart's probably looking at this, and, and I don't know really how much pull Tony has compared to Gene or or whatever, but. Tony's probably looking at this like, yeah, Kyle struggled a little bit in the past couple of years. Kevin struggled a little bit in the past couple of years. You put those two together, you're yeah. going to have a dynamic duo. I, I don't, I'm not, I think that's not hyperbolic at there's, all. Like there's, they're smart enough to both Kevin and Kyle, they're veterans of the sport. They're smart enough. Obviously they've had their differences and have their immature moments. I think they're both smart enough to understand, to put that aside and understand why this would be good for both of them. And this will be perfect because you know, Kevin Harvick, he's end of his contracts next year, probably going to retire. Um, and this will be per almost perfect for building the future because you'll have Kyle Busch for another, hell, 10 years maybe. Um, Chase Briscoe has shown promise. You can elevate him, bring in the next Ford driver, whoever the fuck it is. Um, you'll have KBM essentially then that can yeah. bring in those prospects and you you re you really build the future of your team with yeah. kyle bush that's why toyota is just like is bamboo i guess toyota has their own developmental program and their kbm is just kind of the the straw that they use to bring them through but we'll see though because k you know toyota has been using kyle bush as a as a as a tool <sighs> yeah but I, imagine I, I, imagine I, that imagine that crop of drivers without being able to go to Kyle Bush and that's get true. mentored. That's, that's a true. huge resource that I it seems like TDR is not really taking into account or they just decided it's not worth it financially. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um TDR, you mean TRD? 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> That's what I meant. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I think um, Stuart Haas is the obvious option. I think it works best for both options. And um, apparently he's already been in talks with them. Um, There's a reason extensive. they haven't apparently, announced anything. Apparently they've been in very extensive talks with Kyle Busch from what, um, what rumors suggest. So I, I think, um, yeah, it's uh, my whole, my whole thing about this day was going to be what a great day this is for Denny Hamlin, because I mean, yeah, he, yeah, Kurt unfortunately gets hurt, but like, you know, he just signed Tyler Reddick last week or whatever. Yeah. Kurt gets hurt, but you bring in like the ne- the hottest driver in Xfinity to replace him. Bubba gets a top 10 today, ran solid all race long. You win the race, you get revenge on Ross Chastain. <laughs> but all that has kind of come falling down for him. Um, so it feels, I guess... It feels weird to even start talking about Denny Hamlin right now. It's like... Yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's what we have to do. Um, yeah. Obviously, Denny Hamlin um, won the race for about three hours. Um, and it, it he spin in win and then lost um he it was gonna be a seventh pocono what this is so weird yeah, <laughs> it's like weird. it's like it feels irrelevant <laughs> man <laughs> yeah um i guess the the main thing is when when who lost aside dq aside he wrecked ross chastain he got payback on ross i think all of us in the room um and by in the room i mean viewing this right now um, and in the, the two NASCAR us. universe, um, can agree that it probably needed to happen. Ross needed to get a, some of his comeuppance. Um, it was um, a lot of people, I guess, were wondering: is is does this make them even? Obviously, Ross flat out wrecked Denny at Gateway, wrecked him again at Atlanta. A lot of drivers. I mean, I got a thing right here. Um, Ross Chastain. Um, let's see incidents with. A.J. Allmendinger, Martin Truex, Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, Eric Almirola, Martin Truex, and then Denny Hamlin again. Um, obviously, he's made a lot of enemies. Ross Chastain is like, he's like the dude, he's like the guy who you get like his his face and his, his name like airbrushed on a t-shirt at a county fair, and you're like, free my boy, free my boy. And it's like, he ain't do nothing. And then you like see the list of drivers, like he's that guy. Um, (laughs) that's what Ross Chastain fans are are like, honestly, because I mean, you can't deny that he's just been a complete piss missile, an absolute weapon. And Denny gets his revenge today. And a lot of people are wondering if it's even Denny said, um, uh, let's see, not Denny Ross said there's that's something that's been owed to me for a few months now. He asked if it was over and Ross kind of just laughed. He didn't really know what to say to that. You could tell Ross was like, it almost seemed like Ross was in disbelief that it actually happened to me. At least I would No, I don't feel that way, but I feel like Ross had already accepted it. Maybe like yeah. before it happened. Like he kind of, I feel like yeah. Ross lined up next to Denny is like, well, shit. If that well, then that pokes a hole, and that makes a whole new argument for this. Because then, if that's what your thought process, why don't you let Denny go? Because he's Ross Chastain. 
Like, use your melon. <laughs> Ross can Ross can have use in, your in the, fucking watermelon. In the Figure same it out. in the same moment, Ross can have a moment of total maturity where like I've earned this, I've deserved this, and also go, fuck it, I'm still gonna go for it. Yeah. Uh they asked Denny, like, um he basically Denny basically said, What do you, what did you what did you want me to do? What did you expect me to do? Like, of course I wrecked him. Like, duh. Um and he asked again it was they asked if they were even Denny responded with um he responded with i'm you know until i feel like i'm raced the correct way i've been no, taken out from the even. lead what four times in the past yeah, 11 but, months or whatever yeah he said something about that but that was just the main gist of it was yeah. he he won't he doesn't feel like it's even until he feels like he is raced properly um it could be next week, could be, could not. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. I have probably a differing opinion on a lot of people on it. I think this is, I think on both parts, this was stupid, and not even, not even stupid as much on Ross Chastain's part because yes, he's Ross Chastain, he's not gonna fucking win. I think it was stupid on Denny Hamlin's part because one, you, you say you want to do it when it counts. Yes, this counts, I guess. It was for a win. But you wrecked the man in front of the entire field. That was not smart. That was stupid. That was stupid. Um, and by not smart, I mean stupid. <laughs> um, like, you you wrecked him for a race that really means nothing. And it's like any, I guess anything, every I'll, race I'll means wait. something, but... Like, it was just bad timing because Kevin Harvick gets wrecked, too. Obviously, there's bias there. But anybody, I mean, it is – this is something that I think needs to be addressed by NASCAR is payback is fine. But don't don't take innocent bystanders with you if you can avoid it. And that – there was no – there was no, no effort to be made to avoid – I mean, he's lucky it was just Kevin Harvick. We could have been in – is it is – Basically the same thing that Noah Gregson did to Sage Karam. It's just we got luckier today. Mm, okay. Not not quite the same. Not well, quite the same. Okay. I'll, let you, I'll let you finish, and I've got a couple. Yeah. I've got a couple points to make. Because here's the thing: he didn't outright wreck Ross. He didn't outright wreck him. He ran him into the wall. He barely even ran him into the wall. I'd say he did what Chase Elliott did to him. Um, what he did, what our eventual winner, our Lord and Savior Chase Elliott did to him in 2017 at Phoenix. He kind of pushed him up and got him into the wall, and whatever happened after that happened. Um, but, for instance, you can look at that with Chase Elliott. He did that. Denny went on. Denny blew a tire, and that happened. It was a single-car incident. Nothing happened. Denny Hamlin ran him all the way to the wall. Granted, he made Ross make a choice. Do I back out or do I stay in it? And Ross made the wrong choice. Not the smart choice, not the right choice. The Ross but, Justine choice. But Denny also has to know in his head what he's what he's what he's doing. He knows who Ross is. This is why he's doing this, is because he knows how Ross is. And you just you put the whole field in jeopardy to prove a point. And I like I said, I was all for Denny. I'm torn because we talk about how we want guys 
who say they're going to, you know, I'm going to get that guy back. We want them to do it because a lot of times they don't. So I'm happy. I'm glad that he, he stayed true to his word. He's like, I'm going to, I'm going to set this right. But yeah, I would have liked to see it been handled a little bit better. So I get that. Obviously, obviously Harvick it affects your stance on this, obviously a little bit. Yes. I mean, not that not you no. sound super, not that you sound super biased about that, but it does a little. I, I, I don't have, I just don't like it. to see my driver tweet or uh, come on radio and talk about how he about ripped his wrist off. About yeah. I mean, that's ripped his it's, hand off. it's disappointing uh, that all that it's very yeah. disappointing that all that had to happen. Yeah. But Denny gave Ross every chance he could to back out and fight another day in that Denny didn't go in there and punt him. He didn't go. No, he there. didn't. He absolutely. And, and, and yeah. I'm not saying you said that, but I think Denny, Denny just, Denny told him essentially with his car, you're not making this corner unless you lift. And Ross said, okay, then I'm not going to make this corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I'm not going to make this corner. And then he's, you know, Ross again showed that he doesn't care about anybody else. So like Ross, that's a, that's part of my thing is like Ross gets out of the car and he goes, I've had this coming, but on the track doesn't go. Okay. I have this coming. I know this is going to happen. I'm not going to take everybody else out with me or take a chance of taking everybody else out with me. I think this is just as much on Ross taking Harvick out is honestly more on Ross than it is on Denny because Ross gets out and immediately admits he had it coming and still didn't take it, take it, you know, take evasive action to avoid the accident. You're right. I mean, it, yeah, it, but you, you you make a good point with that. Um, Denny Hamlin also. Here's my thing with Denny. Denny had to know he was playing chicken with a chicken with its heads cut off. That yeah, essentially. No, that's fair. Um, it's but, unfortunate this had to happen at a track like Pocono. This this really it really puts it is the it is the perfect example of who Ross Chastain is. He's gonna get out of the car. He's going to admit he's wrong and say he did all these things. But yet, you if you look at what happened on the racetrack, it, it contradicts all of that. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I, it's, it's, I, it's another I thing. Still it's... Think Ross, I still think Ross is owed one, not like by Denny and by other people. Yeah. Um, I, think, I don't think anything else comes of this. I think, I think people will definitely race Ross differently especially if ross doesn't change from this and it'll be interesting to see if he does i just like i said i wasn't um rcr said it best the timing could not have been worse yeah <laughs> and, and that's fair <laughs> the only thing i could think from like denny hamlin's perspective is like obviously it's like it's likely those two will be racing at the front at some point but it's not guaranteed in the playoffs like yeah. Yeah, you joke, you joked, and and we get shit done on this podcast, so it'll probably happen. Denny and Ross will be battling for the win at the Bristol Night Race or something. But I did say that. Yeah. You did say that, but uh, it's like you don't know if you're going to get this opportunity again. And he didn't really run him in the wall. Ross had every opportunity to just back out. Like Ross could have easily lifted and still won this race. Obviously, he only had to finish third. So he could have easily backed out and still won this race. 
<laughs> so, yeah. I, you know, yeah. I don't know. Um, Chase Elliott becomes, I think, the first winner in NASCAR history never to lead a, not to lead a lap. How is that scored officially? Like, I, yeah, like, I no know. Laps or like every I don't lap know. That... NASCAR, NASCAR on NBC tweeted that. Um, does Denny wrecking Ross count if Ross still finished ahead of him? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's... I'm curious how the scoring works because Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin led a lot of laps today. So is everybody yeah, who was in second lead those laps? I'm I, So I'm looking on Twitter right now to try to try to – see if one we could figure out what they what they failed with but also okay here we go um laps does this not have lead oh this yes it does have lead hang on um hang on no. pause I mean, pause This is the Big Motor Small Blade podcast. I don't know what the hell Seth is doing. Um, yeah, how you guys doing? Um, how's your Sunday? Um, hope it's hope it's going well. Um, I think Seth I, is there an intruder in his, in his house? Like he's about to Rambo up. It looks like in here. Um, what the hell? I swear to God, if it's a spider, this guy's Seth. Like he is, he's terrified of spiders. Like for whatever reason, I don't quite get it, or just bugs in general. Um, so if you guys ever, ever see Seth, uh, make sure you give him shit for that. Um, yeah. Um, What the fuck? This should be interesting. What the fuck? Is there like a bear in his house or something? Fucking kidding me. See that fucking mouse? It goes underneath my fucking (laughs) jerseys. Dude, I pull every fucking bag I have out underneath the jerseys, and it's gone. Like, there's no fucking hole there. How did it? Anyway. Watch. I'll see him walk out there in a fucking half a second, and I'll go, what the fuck? Anyway. Yeah, they make these things called, like, exterminators for this, right? I don't have the heart. He's tiny. He's cute. I just want to catch him, like, put him outside and... Anyway, he'd be more cold blooded, like Denny Hamlin. Um, officially, it seems like Chase Elliott did not lead a lap. Officially, they still get the laps led. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I don't know. Which who, is funny wait, who because won stage, who won stage two? Uh, it wasn't one of them, was it? Uh, stage two. Yeah. Oh no, it was Ross. Ross okay. won stage two. So yeah, that doesn't change that. No, it does not. Um. Yeah, it's really funny. I'm looking at the results. Um, everybody, you know, 159 laps completed, 158, 142. Um, Josh Balicki, 35 laps completed. And then below him, Kyle Bush and Denny Hamill with 160 laps completed. <laughs> so weird. This is odd. Um, I hope Josh Balicki's okay. That was a terrible wreck. Yeah, that was um, Yeah. Um, 
So anyway, I don't know what we were talking about before your, your little mouse incident. Sorry. Um, I haven't heard anything about or seen anything about, um, I guess I could check Bob Pachris. Oh. Uh, we were doing our uh, our post race inspections, uh, which which we do. Um, there was some uh, some issues discovered that uh, that affect uh, affect the arrow of the vehicle. Um, the uh, the part was the uh, was the front fascia, and um, there really no, was no. Uh, no reason why there was some material that was somewhere that it shouldn't have been. Uh, and that does. Uh, basically come down to a DQ. It is a penalty. Uh, a both big, first uh, uh, 11 of Denny Hamlin and 18 of Kyle Bush been DQ'd. Uh, their vehicles are being loaded in a NASCAR hauler. They're going to go back to the R&D center. Um, the, uh, the final results have been changed to uh, to to show that the, the two DQs uh, were there and uh, they have the opportunity to appeal it. It'll be all sorted out by next week. So like Mike said, there's, I can't get into all the details of what the issues were, but both vehicles had the same issue, and unfortunately, uh, they were not acceptable to pass the inspection. All right, so that um, was Bob Pockers' video that he posted on Twitter um, from NASCAR's Brad Moran, um, describing what the issues were. But it sounds like it's Bondo. Um, didn't we have this issue with Brad Kozlowski? Wasn't that his thing, or wasn't there something... To do with, yeah, yeah um, it's stupid. <laughs> um, I guess obviously they believe they wouldn't be caught, um, but uh, I don't. Yeah, there's no way they're going to be able to win. Or it's, it's either that, or it's another thing with the the kind of gray area between what you can fix and what you can't fix. I mean, I assume they were trying to change. Uh, I think. No, because I think the way you described it, material, I think that's pretty obvious what that is, I would imagine. Um, I don't think it was they were trying to flex anything or move anything. I think it was definitely material. Um, either way, that'll be something to talk about next week. Um, but Chase Elliott is the winner. It is his fourth win of the year. Um, For now, I guess they'll, they'll appeal it. We'll see yeah. what happens. I doubt it, but yeah. Yeah, I don't. they're not going to win the appeal. What if they did? What the fuck? That'd be wild. That'd make everything we talked about here irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. But. Um, uh, Chase Elliott's having a hell of a year. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, Mickey Mouse win for sure, though. This Mickey. is a Mickey Mouse win. <laughs> yeah. His other um, three wins this year were not Mickey Mouse wins. This is a Mickey Mouse win. This Mickey Mouse win. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really know what to say. Um, I think he he's definitely probably going to win the regular season title. Yeah. Because his nearest, who were his nearest competitors? Ross Chastain and Ryan Blaney. And what, and Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson, right? Those are the next yeah. couple. I just remember. Yeah. But Kyle finished last or second to last or whatever. Other Kyle finished fifth now. Fifth. Ryan Blaney wrecked. Ross Chastain wrecked. Yeah. Um, so barring an absolute collapse, Chase Elliott, um, is probably going to win the regular season title. Um, and he's going to Watkins Glen next week where he will probably win again. No, he's not going to Watkins Glen next week. He's going to Indianapolis next week. Oh, oh yeah. We're going to be there. Duh. 
Um, <laughs> I he could definitely win that too. <laughs> he had a. I don't even know what the. I'm trying to. I wasn't really even paying attention to Chase Elliott, so I don't really know what to say about him for for the race. Um, they were fine. GG guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's the stash, I guess. I guess. Yeah, my stash, shave, not his. He can't shave that thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, you best no, my shave st- that thing. Yeah, now. I, I'm shaving it now. Yeah. Um, um, I, I think that's is that it. Is that all we yes, got? I yeah. think, dude. This, this has been, been such a, a crazy weird, fucking weekend. <laughs> weird episode of the Big Motor Small Play Podcast. Um, where do you put this race on the bitching scale? Fuck, I don't know. All right, let's do the bitch scale as uh, I I don't know how to do it. Um, we're gonna do it as the top being the top being winning a race without leading a lap. Yep. And the bottom is gonna be leading every lap and getting DQ'd. Okay. All right. I think, I guess that's, fair. <laughs> that's, I think um, that's fair. Uh, where do you put this race? I'm going to put this at leading a bunch of laps and not getting DQ'd. I don't know where that falls on the scale. Uh, I thought it was a solid race. I thought it was a good race. I did think it was a good race. Um, it it could be better. Arrow, yeah, Arrow, it's definitely a flat track problem with the, with the Arrow thing. I think you could pass here. There were exciting moments. I think it was as good as a Pocono race has been. Uh, we saw a lot of guys losing it, um, which was, I mean, it's weird to say it's nice to see, but it's nice to see that cars are, you know, more proof that these cars are hard to drive. Mm-hmm. And drivers had to adjust throughout the whole weekend. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was a solid race. Um, I think error department, like I said, um, they did a great, um, graphic or demonstration of how the diffuser works, which is much narrower wake in the air, um, which I it doesn't affect dirty air, but definitely affects like how you suck up on a car and it affects, affects side draft. And I feel how like you suck up, and then a track where you don't have as many lane options, it's going it, to affect it more. Yes, and I think Pocono it falls under that draft, and you know it doesn't suck up as well, and you don't get the side draft that you used to get you still saw it more here than you have in any other race um so i think that's just kind of what we're gonna have to deal with or what maybe they'll make some tweaks i don't know i don't think it was a bad race by any means i don't see a reason to tweak it um but i think there's probably some some things that are going to be done to the diffuser down the pipeline that will ultimately affect every racetrack um shifting wasn't as big of a story as i thought it was going to be in this race um so that was cool, shifting. Um, I'm gonna put it put this race. At, that's what we're doing. The bitch and scale. Um, I'm gonna put it at a. I'm gonna put it at a. Uh, Batman. Batman. Yep. Oh, Batman. We're gonna put it at a Batman. <laughs> Um, but, but like, um, we're going to put it at like a, not quite like a, like a dark night Batman. We're going to put it at like a, like a, uh, Batman v Superman Batman. Ooh. Batman. I thought Batman was good. fine in that movie. 
do do the uh the animated series batman i haven't 90s. seen those but sure we'll go with that they're awesome so yeah okay. do that yeah, yeah um yeah i don't want to talk about our picks from this past week i want to talk about uh, our picks thank you um <laughs> i won i finally won um, dude of course what did i say in the fucking in the post about the picks i said <laughs> i literally said my picks always lose, so I at least want to be happy about it. This is your fault. This yeah. is your fault. This is completely... I was going to pick Kyle Bush, and you picked him for me. Um, or you picked him instead of me. Um, so I won um, with Chase Elliott. Um, so that we got to update the picks, points. Um, huge win for the team here at... Um, here buddy at, uh, from Big Motor Small Blade. Buddy from Big Motor Small Blade. I'm up to 30 points, and you are down to back down to 36. So that's fantastic. Um, I'm going to pick Chase Elliott next week at Indianapolis. <laughs> um, why the fuck not? He's the hottest driver in NASCAR right now. He's won what four out of the last five races? Yeah. Or no, something no, like three that. Three out of the last five. Three out of the last five. Yeah. So All right. yeah. So, trying to think who could win a cup race that hasn't won one yet. That's who I'm thinking of right now. Michael McDowell's on a hell of a roll. He's won a cup race. Oh, who hasn't won? I'm sticking with the trend of guys who've never won a cup race. This is very tough now. I don't know. I don't know, man. Now, Michael McDowell's an idiot. He'll do something stupid. Um, You know what? Never mind. Fuck it. I'm going to go with uh, Tyler Reddick. Tyler Reddick. Yeah. Okay, pick. Kyle Larson um, should have won this race last year. Don't forget it. Uh, can't pick him, obviously, because Cliff Daniels is a dingleberry. And, um, uh, okay. Yeah. Um, is, is that it? All we got to talk about? That's all we had to talk about. Oh, well, we'll be in Indianapolis. I'm sure we'll have a, a lot to talk I can't about. imagine it'll be more interesting than this. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think anything's going to top this. What a. The po- it was already crazy before the, we found out about the DQ. The tricky, the tricky triangle is not only tricky; it's pretty fucking, pretty fucking wacky. Yeah. God. Um. Hell of a weekend. I, yeah, I don't, I don't even. I've already done a mic drop. I'm not going to do it again because I broke, broke this, or I don't want to break this. So that's this has been Buddy. I'm, I'm Buddy. I'm with Big Motor Small Blade. I'm Seth. I'm with Big Motor Small Blade. And I don't know what to think about this race. Uh, neither do I. Yeah.